Thank you for choosing Weekly Politics as your podcast today. And I'm sure most of you have been, at the very least, like scrolling through your news and saw the madness that's going on throughout everywhere right now. Uh, To give you a very basic summary, if you have been living under a rock, there's this guy named Kyle Rittenhouse, who was, at the time, 17 years old. Uh, He had an AR-15, and he was sent to protect the business and to uh, be there for medical aid as well. Anyways, there are multiple times where a group of people or a specific person who are identified as rioters would uh, insult him and say that they were going to kill him or threaten him, things like that. And then a guy named Joseph Rosenbaum attacks Kyle Rittenhouse. Kyle Rittenhouse shoots Joseph Rosenbaum because of that. Not, I'm I'm pretty sure he was intending to kill Joseph Rosenbaum. He shot five shots, I believe it was. Um, uh, the media will tell you that those five shots mean that it was not self-defense. And in fact, was self-defense because Joseph Rosenbaum is identified as one of the rioters who threatened to kill Kyle Rittenhouse multiple times. Joseph Rosenbaum lunged at Kyle Rittenhouse for the gun. And that's mainly why uh, Kyle Rittenhouse shot the gun five times and killed him. Uh, to be honest, if you ask me, I would, even as a Christian, I'm going to say Joseph Rosenbaum definitely deserved it. Um, and I'm sure, I'm sure all of you know this already. You all know that the media tried slandering against Kyle Rittenhouse, tried making him into this demon and Satan, all that kind of nonsense. Uh, they tried to make him sound like a horrible serial killer. And then, um... Uh, the jury found him not guilty on all charges, which is very, very good. I'm very thankful for that. And um, uh, I, like I said, I'm sure you guys have all heard of this before. You you all know what's going on. And if you don't, you're living under a rock and I'm sorry. It's been a while since I've made an episode, so I really don't want to go over this because this has been three days ago already since you got the verdict. So instead, let's just go from the start. Um, The definition of defamation. Defamation is a law term that is used when the media specifically lies about you. They take one bit of information and twist it and lie about you and then try to point that lie and say that it is the truth. And the only way you can sue for defamation is if you can say that that lie hurt you in any way. So it's actually not very hard if the media lies flat out. For example, MSNBC called Kyle Rittenhouse a racist, a white supremacist. They called him a murderer. Um, Saying that he is a murderer and saying that he is guilty as a fact, which they were doing as a fact, is defamation. Because they said it before the court case was over, which means there's no way to say whether or not he is guilty of murder or not. But yet they said he was, and they said it as a fact, and then he came out as not guilty, as the jury verdict said. So MSNBC can be sued for defamation. CNN, I'm sure, can be sued. Uh, just a, there's quite a few news stories. So there's a lot of media places that can be sued for defamation. Vox, um, the Young Turks. There's, there's a lot. Actually, the Young Turks, you might not be able to sue because I believe they're a, they titled themselves as an opinion writer. So I don't think you could sue them. Um, 
But basically, this is where our nation is heading. So, if you're a liberal and you like, with, and you uh, think that Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent, and you think that it's okay for the media, media to just destroy someone's life just so that they can push their own narrative, then there is something seriously wrong with you. If you're, even if you're not the media, or you're not a liberal, and you think that it's okay to destroy someone's life to push your own narrative, and you're a conservative, there is something still seriously wrong with you. It is not okay to just ruin a now 18-year-old, then 17-year-old's life just because his what happens to him and his experiences do not fit your personal narrative that you want to push on everyone else. That is not okay. You can't just slander against someone because you don't like them. And why don't you like them? Because, well, they disagree with you. Oh, big deal. Get a heart for once. These people out there, the, the media, the... Uh, NPR even, Joe Biden. Joe Biden can be sued for defamation because one of his political ads when he was running for president was calling uh, Joseph, not Joseph Rosenbaum, I'm sorry, Kyle Rittenhouse a racist and a white supremacist. And he is not. He killed three white, no, he killed two white people and injured one white person. There weren't, there wasn't a single black person involved. The media is pushing this narrative so hard that the United Kingdom is actually, the, the United Kingdom's media is actually saying that Kyle Rittenhouse shot three black people. Like, where? No, he didn't. He shot three white people. This has nothing to do with racism. It has nothing to do with white supremacy. This is hilarious. Honestly, people. Oh, a white guy goes over, shoots three white people. Oh, he's a white supremacist right off the bat. Yep, white supremacist and a racist. He should be thrown in jail for life. How dare he? What in the world? I'm assuming that every single school shooter who killed a white person is also a white supremacist now? This makes no sense. You know, um, uh, a podcast I listen to, and yes, I do listen to podcasts other than my own. Very surprisingly, I know. I'm super good at podcasts, but I listen to more than just my podcast. <laughs> Anyways, um, Ben Shapiro. He's a Jewish podcaster, if you haven't heard of him. He keeps his religion mostly out of the podcast, so it's very nice. Um, he said that, you know, if America is so sexist, racist, and white supremacist, they're doing very, very bad at the sexist, racist, and white supremacy part because uh, there's no black guys getting intentionally hurt because they're black. It's, <laughs> look around you, and I will make this fact here, um, the black community accounts for over 50% of the crime, and yet they make up, uh, what, 6% of the population? That is a, uh, a little unfortunate. Uh, the very quick explanation for that is there is a law that basically says you get compensation if you're a black family and you don't have a dad. Well, that means that there's going to be a lot of families that divorce, which means there's going to be a lot of single-parent families, and single-parent families kind of destroy your childhood, which means higher crime rates, uh, poverty, a lot of things like that. And so that's basically why a lot of black people are now in poverty and why the crime rates are very high for black community. I think we need to get rid of that law. That way the black community actually has a chance. We do not need to compensate them with money. We made the law. And we do not need to ruin them even more by giving them free money. That is not going to help them at all. They'll just spend it on more drugs. No, we need to get to the educational problem, the uh, the root of the problem, which is that law. We need to just completely eliminate that law permanently. It's a mess.
So, obviously, the media is lying about this right, white supremacy nonsense. Um, the people in charge think that inflation is a good thing now. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where they're getting that from, you know? I'm, I'm having a hard time trying to figure out how inflation is a good thing. You know what? I'll show you a clip, actually. Uh, this is the White House spokesperson. I don't even care to learn her name. It's like Pisaki or Saki. Or, I don't even know. I don't even care. I, I read news about her. I read her answers to a lot of uh, media questions and a lot of things like that. And I don't care what her name is because she's just trash at her job. But basically, this is her saying, in basic terms, that inflation is a good thing. Yesterday, not once but twice, uh, that inflation and supply chain issues are high class issues. But some of the sharpest price increases over the last month included products that every American buys beef products, chicken, eggs, regular unleaded gasoline, uh, laundry equipment, furniture, clothing, the, the list goes on. Why would Ron Klain tweet that? And would you agree that that's a little bit tone deaf? At this point, because the unemployment rate has come down and been cut in half, because ga because people are buying more goods, because people are traveling, and because demand is up, and because the economy is turning back on. So, Jason. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> um, I'm sorry. So the supply crisis just means that Americans are buying more goods now, and blah blah yada yada yada. Um. Yeah, Americans are buying more goods because you gave them free money. You giving them free money just means the inflation is going to go up, which means the prices of those goods is going to go up, which means there's going to be a lot more debt pretty soon, which means the economy is going to go down, which is what we're seeing right now. We're, what we're seeing right now is the economy has... Actually, this happened before now. This happened um, when Biden started ruining things. When was that? Honestly, March... I mean, he started ruining things back in January, but we saw we saw the uh, almost immediate effect of it in March, a bit more plainly. Um, that's when the economy reached terminal velocity for a physics term for you. Terminal velocity. And it basically started, instead of going up, it started going down. And it hasn't stopped going down. It's going to continue going down because they continue to give free money. They continue to just... Uh, push this narrative that America's racist and sexist and that the only way to help the poor people is to give them free money and then we need to push this green energy way by stopping all these pipelines so that uh, fuel could become super expensive to the point where you basically need an electric car. This is not the way a free market works. The free market is not a toy you can use. America is a capitalist free market economy. That's our type of economy. Our type of government is debatable. I would say that our type of government is republic democratic. And I say republic first instead of democratic first because I believe we're more republic than we are democratic. And then our type of uh, constitution slash base that we're basing this all off of is a constitutional confederacy. We are a confederacy based off of a constitution. And the constitution has a yeah, basically, it goes into a whole bunch of confusing terms that you don't want to hear about. And then um, the free market economy part is saying that we should keep businesses unregulated. The only regulations we should have are for worker safety. For example, you shouldn't have workers working with acid with bare hands, obviously. 
uh, we shouldn't have textile industries since 1917 again. They were horrible. Women, working conditions, their hair getting torn out, fires, things like that were just horrible. They were basically slaves back then, not, not even going to lie. 1917. Actually, 1911 was the textile fire, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. It was a textile fire in New York. Women were locked in the top um, top floor. They couldn't get out, and a ton of people died. It was ridiculously sad. Um, basically, free market just means we need less regulations. Uh, what I do believe for regulations is that if a business or company outside of the United States of America has, I don't know, I don't know how to put this. Um, I'll say slavery, basically. If they have slaves working for them, then we should have tariffs to make that um, product extremely expensive, more than the price of an American-made product. That way they cannot compete. They should not compete. We do not need slave uh, slaveholders in the United States. China. Um, this is something that the Biden administration has failed to see multiple, multiple times as they continue to bring out these stimulus checks and as they continue to um, basically turn America into a socialist society, which is not what we need, not even close to what we need. What we do need is the capitalist free market back. Unfortunately, it's going to be a very hard uh, process. Ronald Reagan and Bush tried it, and they didn't get it all. They didn't fix America completely. They didn't have the time, obviously. And the reason why they didn't have the time is because there's over 200 years of bad laws that have been passed that need to be gotten rid of. That's quite a lot to get done in eight years. I mean, it's so much that it's actually impossible. Because if you pass, you can't just pass a single bill to get rid of all those stupid regulations because if you do that, America's going to collapse because we need to relearn, basically. I don't know how to explain it. Um, it's like, if you um, are on the diet that you're on now, and then you go to be a vegetarian, right? So eat a bunch of these vegetables and whatever, whatever nonsense they eat. And then suddenly... Uh, your doctor tells you, hey, you can get off your vegetarian diet. What are you going to go do? Buy a bunch of chocolate probably and eat all that chocolate. And then you're going to buy a bunch of steak and just gobble that steak up. Guarantee that's what you're going to do. Well, America's kind of like that. You can't just pass a law to get rid of everything because we're so used to living under these restrictions that if you get rid of these restrictions, we'll go crazy. And uh, I'm saying this because people are not perfect. That's why that's going to happen. So we need to do it very carefully and very slowly. In fact, I would very um, strongly suggest that they, we just rip up our own government and redo it. I know a lot of people are suggesting we go into a civil war. I don't necessarily want a civil war. I don't want millions upon millions of people to die. I don't think we're ready for that, and I don't think that it's a good thing. The Civil War in 1861 was a good thing because it got rid of slavery. The sad thing about it was millions upon millions of people were killed. That's the downside of a civil war, obviously. But, um, let's, let's think to the bright side here. Let's pretend Joseph Robinette Biden Jr. is right, and what we need is a more socialist economy. Okay, 
Hmm. Socialist economy. What nation or state can you think of has a socialist economy? Hmm. That's weird. Venezuela? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Venezuela. Venezuela and other South American nations. Not even joking, those are the only ones I can think of right now. And if you say China, you're sort of wrong, sort of right. I'll get to that later. Um, basically, only South American nations have a true socialist economy. And how bad are those South American nations going? Well, record inflation. It, they're doing bad. <laughs> they're doing extremely bad, okay? Um, America, back when we had a mostly free market economy... We had an inflation rate of around 2.1%. Right now, we have an inflation rate of over 5%, if not more. The government says it's over 4%, but I guarantee it's over 5%, if not even more over 5%. So that's more than double than what it used to be. So inflation is definitely going up way faster than raises are going up. Wages are not going up as fast as inflation right now. Not even close. So let's look at um let's look at nations that socialists think have a socialist economy. For example, Denmark. Doesn't Denmark have a socialist economy? No, they don't. Denmark has a population of around what, three million people? And that population has a socialist government, so their government controls them in a very strict way, but the government is very light on businesses. So it's a market economy, a free market economy. Is it capitalist? Not not necessarily, and this is where it gets, gets confusing, and um, I'm not going to go into the details. It's a free market economy, basically meaning the businesses are not very regulated. They don't have very many business taxes, but they have a lot of taxes on the people. The reason why Denmark isn't the leading economic power is because of its socialist government and because there's only 3 million people living there. It just doesn't have the capacity to be an economic power. Um, another example, let me think here. Germany, oh gosh. Germany is very socialist in terms of government. I would say their free market stuff is only for specific businesses. For example, the automobile industry, that's very free market-like. But other businesses for, um, let me think here. I can't think of one specifically, but there are other businesses where I think that its government's a bit tighter on the economy. Uh, then I said I would get to China, so let's get to communist nations. Uh, specifically China. So China has a communist government. We all know that. They have a communist government. They had a communist economy for a very long time, which is why America was so much better at uh, the economy stage than they were. And then in 2016, something changed. Trump came into power, and China decided, you know what? Well, Trump came into power in 2017. But anyway, 2016, China decided, you know what? Let's change our strategy, and let's use some of Ronald Reagan's policies. So they actually adopted a free market type sort of economy. So very few business regulations, but they um, don't have a minimum wage. So basically you can employ your employees at whatever stinking price you want, which is slave wages most of the time. 
13% of their population was under poverty back in, what, 2012? So, um, basically, that's what they're doing right now. And that's allowing their economy to increase while keeping the most of their people under poverty. And what we're doing, instead of unregulating our businesses, we're regulating them. So we're falling. Believe it or not, we actually, our economy, instead of growing, went minus two point something percent just recently. Obviously, Joe Biden and Obama, actually. It happened with during, under Obama as well. Um, so basically, these communist nations, that what they're doing is they're adopting our previous policies in terms of economy in order to compete with us. What we need to do is we need to Readopt our policies, bring back our free market, bring back our uh, true freedom for the businesses. And we need to use what uh, China, the people, supposedly People's Republic of China, uh, what they're doing against them. They're using our policies, we'll use our policies as well. Since we have a capitalist and free market, then we can technically grow faster than them at a higher peak. And we also have a free government. A, dem a republic democratic government so that means that we have a lot more freedom than they do which means people will get paid a lot more which means a lot more rich people basically meaning a lot better economy why didn't joe biden think of this oh wait joe biden did think of this as a matter of fact this new infrastructure bill actually has tax cuts for his rich friends in california i wonder why interesting hmm Well, let's um, let's be a bit democratic again, and let's think in the minds of a liberal. In the minds of a liberal, America is racist fundamentally, we're sexist fundamentally, and we're uh, we hate Asian people fundamentally, and um. Uh, what else do we do? I don't even know. What else do they say we do? Basically, everything they say that we do, they're only saying because they want power. They know that saying that is going to make people feel bad for that specific race or group of people. So they just say that so that you feel bad for them and then they get your vote, basically. They just want power and money and liquor. That's a song. Yeah. Anyways. <laughs> uh, well... It doesn't go exactly like that, but anyways. Um, Republicans, on the other hand, I don't deny that there are many Republicans who are trying to get into power just for the power and money. But the current Republicans under this current situation seem to be doing a very significantly well planned out job at messing up America, just like the Democrats. And I'm not even joking. Before... When Trump was in office, the Republicans were doing so stinking well at working together, passing the necessary laws that we need, and now the re certain Republicans in Congress, for example, Mitch McConnell, are helping to pass bills like the infrastructure bill, which we do not need and we do not want. A $1.2 trillion bill, which is actually going to cost us over $5 trillion in the long term. I do not want my grands my grandkids paying massive taxes to the government because of one Democrat and Republican mistake. 
It's just a big, I don't know what you call it. It's just a mess. I don't know how to explain this without openly cussing. It's that bad. I'm going to grow up. I'm going to get a super nice job, hopefully. I'm going to live in a free state like Florida or Texas. And then there's this government, massive socialist, now socialist government that's going to come over and try to take everything from me because they think that the poor is entitled to it. That is what's going on right now. And if you don't have the mental capacity to care, then what are you doing? What are you doing with your life? I am sorry, I'm being extremely strict right now. And I know I'm talking to a lot of people who have made their name, made a name for themselves by being unpolitical and being very unbiased. And I congratulate you guys. You're doing very well by um, uh, being very unpolitical. But I'm asking you, get political now before it's too late. Look around you. Look around you what's happening. The Democrats are taking in control. They're just ruining America. We were based off of the five freedoms of religion, assembly, press, petition, and speech. That is the First Amendment, which contains what we call the Bill of Rights. That Bill of Rights, they are constantly attacking. Freedom of speech, conservatives are getting constantly canceled. Where, what, freedom of speech? Freedom of, what, petition? Oh yeah, the Democrats can go out there and riot illegally, and that's called a petition. But the Republicans cannot. Assembly, same thing. Religion? What religion? California, you can't even go to church sometimes. They're just attacking your Bill of Rights. It's ridiculous. If you don't care, then why are you here? Go somewhere where it's actually like that and learn to care. Go to China for once. Go to Venezuela. I'm sorry, I'm generalizing a lot here, but there's quite a few Democrats out there that still agree with this nonsense. This is why we have the Second Amendment, so we can protect ourselves against a government that just despises us. The government was made for the people. The people were not made for the government. We have guns so that we can turn this thing around. But no, now the Biden administration wants you to get rid of your guns. No, I'm not going to do that. Sorry. No, actually, I'm really not that sorry. I don't care. I'm sorry, that was a very um, big, long ramble, and I generalized a lot in that, but my main point that I want you to get from it is that we need to wake up. What the Democrats are doing now is ruining us, possibly permanently. We need to wake up and we need to stand up to this ridiculous, supposedly, government. They can't do anything. It's just ridiculous. Oh, You know what? I have a kid in my school who's extremely Democrat. And what's going on is he has a vaccine. He's fully vaccinated, right? So if you're fully vaccinated, his entire family is fully vaccinated. And you're not supposed to be able to get COVID if you're fully vaccinated. But... His sister got COVID. And now he wears a mask when he's full. You know what? This is stupid. These vaccines are also just, ugh. 
And I mean that in a very, very, very strict term. Like, seriously. If you want the vaccine, go ahead and get it. I don't care. I do care if you try to force me to get the vaccine. Because I am still pretty young. I'm pretty much immune to coronavirus. No matter what variant of the coronavirus it is. I'm fairly certain I've had the coronavirus multiple times in my life. So I definitely have the antibodies for it. I'm a lot more protected from the coronavirus than any vaccinated, masked-up weirdo. Something I want you guys to learn, if you haven't already, is that America is falling into despair. We have a lot of changes coming. Changes that will fundamentally change how we live, and... My hopes and prayers is that America will still be the most free nation in the world after these changes happen. That's what makes America great. We can talk about the negatives all we want, but we also need to look at the positive. What is coming out of all this nonsense? Well, what's coming out of it is what seems to be, right now, Biden has the lowest poll numbers than, than, well, obviously lower than Donald Trump's, and lowest poll numbers that I've seen in a really long time. Biden's done. He's not going to run again. I can almost guarantee that. His term is over in three years. And when that happens, I hope to, I hope a lot that a Republican president will get in. What I do think I know is that in midterm, when we get new congressmen and women, that Republicans will take control of Congress and hopefully the House. Then hopefully we can block all the rest of this nonsense from coming out. That's a big hope though. I don't know if it will. And I don't I don't know if we will win mid- midterms or I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict the future. Um Let me just ask you guys something. If you have friends who want to get into politics or friends who aren't very educated in politics, please share them a podcast. Doesn't need to be my podcast, but a podcast of a conservative talking because podcasts are an extremely good way to learn politics. You can hear the um, emotions of people's voice. Yeah, basically, I'm not going to get through the science of it. I get into the science of stuff way too often. And basically... Share them uh, podcasts of anyone. Share them news stories of liberals failing and their policies failing. Tell them about the story of Denmark, how Denmark is socialist, how Denmark is socialist in government, and um, uh, market economy. Tell them how the only nations who really are socialist are failing. We need to wake up America. It needs to be a political great awakening. And I think that's coming, thankfully. But we'll see. Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, If you haven't been able to tell, I obviously have put a lot more editing power into this podcast. So we'll see how that goes. Let me know what you guys think. Um, 
If you want, share this episode. It would mean a lot to me. Something I'm trying to do, hopefully, is maybe sometime start going on speeches. Because I love politics that much, I would like to give speeches. So, I'll give you guys an update on that if that happens anytime soon. But thank you guys for tuning in. See y'all later. God bless you.